unbeaten champ, Brandon the Heartbreaker Figueroa. Figueroa from Heartbreaker to Ribbreaker has been on a collision course with undefeated champion Stephen Fulton Jr. I'm the king of the 122-pound division. Now the electrifying unification bout fight fans have waited for is here. Another instant classic is on the horizon. Brandon Figueroa versus Stephen Fulton Jr. for the 122-pound unification title live on Showtime. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit BetterHelp.com slash belt because honestly, being a human is exhausting. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T-Rock This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. It's Turkey Monday. I think that's a thing. It is now. It's Turkey Monday. It is Monday morning, kids. It is hot as shit in California. Yay. So I pay these high taxes, man. Best weather on the planet. So I tell myself anyway. Hopefully everybody's getting to where they need to get for the big Thanksgiving holiday. It's supposed to be the most traveled uh, like week of the year, I think, right? I travel on Friday. I'm uh, dreading the travel, but looking forward to the show, if that makes sense. I fly from Burbank to Seattle. Then I drive from Seattle to Everett, Washington. I'm one night, one night, one show only. I said one night twice, just to emphasize mm-hmm. on there, one, one, one night. I'm Everett Washington, Everett Theater. That bad bitch is almost sold out. Everett Washington, home of the Boeing Jets. So take a break from trying to figure out how those old jets are crashing and come uh, have some fun with your boy. It's, uh, it's a holiday weekend, so Boeing, give the employees it off and uh, come see your boy. That thing is almost sold out. I think we're 70% sold out, which coming to the week of, it's usually a good sign. So Everett Washington, Everett Theater, this freaking Saturday, November 27th, me and the whole squad will be there. Backflip Lacey, David Lucas, Justin Elliott, the whole squad, Big J's, Thick Ass will be up there. Whole squad, come and get it right outside Seattle. I can't wait, man. I try to keep it uh, traditional around the crib, right? I'm surrounded by Mexicans, and they do like pozole for Thanksgiving, which drives me nuts. So I, I do my own thing, man. I make it a white Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I, uh, I I do a turkey. When I say do a turkey, I mean I order it from Erwan. I ordered that. I make my own gravy, and I do the whole mashed potatoes, and then we watch football. Because I try to keep some tra- American tradition in the household, man, because my girl's slowly converting all – uh, the family into the Mexican traditions. So you can do both. Shout out to everybody who got the thick boy gear. We sold out fast. We ever sold out, sold out in under eight hours. Uh, they're working on it now. No promises, but on the camo uh, workout joggers and tees, we're trying to get uh, enough printed so we can go back and restock them on Black Friday. That's them there. Um, they'll get it done. So I would assume Friday uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific, the camo built Thick Boy collab workout joggers and uh, tees will be back. Can't uh, do the blue baseball jerseys, which sold out the fastest, the Dodgers Thick Boy jerseys. There will be some of the thick Philly jerseys on Friday. They have some that they didn't put up. So 
the Philly thick jerseys and the joggers and the workout tees will be restocked Friday, Black Friday at 9 a.m. The rest of the site, I think they're doing 25% off. So stay thick out there, man. If you didn't get it, now's your time. And then once these are printed, they're gone forever. That's how we do. It was a good weekend for your boy. I went to the uh, Malibu uh, Coffee and Cars, which I always go. Took the whole family this time. It was just me and my son, Tiger. We ran into... uh, Jay Leno, who's always freaking there. He's the absolute most gearhead comic in the world. Him or Adam Carolla. I'd say Adam Carolla because he worked. Well, Jay works on his cars too, but they're both beasts. What's great about there's Boston all up in his Lambo. <laughs> What's great about Jay Leno is if, it, if you're just a, like if I was by myself, he probably wouldn't let me in his car. He loves kids. Tiger had like fucking cheese on his hands and stuff. He's all up in his Ferrari. I was like, Jay, you don't want that kid has like snot coming out of his nose, dude. He didn't give a fuck. He let him all up in his car, man. He's just a really, really good dude. Sweet dude. Never seen him in anything different besides the denim shirt. <laughs> Must be so easy when you're that. That's just your thing. Like your things, a denim shirt and denim jeans and every morning. Be so nice. His hair looks like he just gets out of bed and says, fuck it. Has the bat, Batman suit, the denim shirt and jeans. You just go to work, man. You know what's just about Jay Leno? He's never spent a dime of his money that he's got from The Tonight Show. He only spends money because he considers himself a true comic. He only spends the money he makes from doing stand-up comedy. Crazy. My thing is, what are you doing with all that money from? I think he's making like 40, 50 million a year doing Tonight Show. What's funny is, you know, my girl was born and raised in Mexico, and some of the people we were with, they're younger, and they have no idea who Jay Leno is. Isn't that weird? Interesting. But yeah, you had fights this weekend. Not the best card. And I am a hardcore, and I watch everything. I watch from the prelims to the main event. And I couldn't wait for this fucking thing to end. I think um, the most entertaining one was that uh, Ronnie Yaya, uh, Kung Ho Kang's probably kicking himself. On the feet, he was doing work. And I thought he could have got to finish that fight, just never got it done. Um, that Santos versus uh, Wood. Wood, you know, she takes all comers. She's ranked fifth and then just decided to take this Santos, who's just a fucking monster. She beat the shit out of her. Um, and it sucks for uh, Joanne Wood because she just got married, and she's like, oh, I'm going to delay the honeymoon. Let me get this win, then we'll go on the honeymoon. And Santos said, yep, enjoy your honeymoon with a fucking black mm. eye. Beat the shit out of her, man. That Santos is a monster, dude. You got one the flyweight division. The fight I was looking most forward to, to by far was Sean Brady versus Michael Chiesa. Sean Brady is a fucking savage. Sean Brady is similar to... Um, uh, Hamzat, but he doesn't have the same hype behind him. But he's undefeated. He's just this monster. Nobody wants to fight, so that's why he fought him. And he learned the hard way. You know, it's Michael Chiesa is known for his grappling, and this Sean Brady, this Philly badass dude, with by far the best ink in the game. His tattoos are fucking fantastic. Such good work. But uh, he, he's a Henzo guy, and he just fucking controlled Michael Chiesa. Chiesa had a sprint late in the third where he rocked him a little bit, and Sean Brady was tired. Um, I'm sure any of the other welterweights watching um, would see some holes in Sean Brady's striking, maybe a little bit, if that's your takeaway there, as the fight goes on. But Sean Brady's a bad man with John. I think he took him down five fucking times. He's a beast. Refused to, refused to call anybody out, even though DC tried. He'd start off with eye poke after eye poke, so there's like a, f- a nine-minute delay, and like, come on, let's get to it. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't a fun fight. Sean Brady did his job, 
you know, tough night in the office, got the win, which is what he wanted to do. Mike Chess is a bit of, it's tough, right? It's tough for him because he got he got choked out by our boy uh, Vicente, and then he's trying to bounce back. He fights a fucking young Philly line in Sean Brady. And besides the sprint in the third round, there wasn't a lot going on there for him. And he got out grappled, which and he got choked out last time. So, you know, it was a tough night for the Spokane fan base because Misha Tate's also from Spokane. You know, her coming back after a five-year layoff, we didn't know where she was at. They gave her a toss-up with her first one, right? And that girl's going to retire. It's her last fight. She won that. And then they gave her Vieira. And Vieira, I mean, you, you just look at She's a big girl, just not an ideal matchup for Misha Tate. So I think this is the UFC trying to figure out if Misha Tate can actually go on a run at the bantamweight division or if she's just going to be like, you know, the main event on a fight night or the third fight on a pay-per-view. They're trying to figure out what to do with her. It was a close fight. 49-46, I'm all right with that. 48-47 is definitely fair. Yeah, I, I didn't think she was going to win the fight, though. That Vieira also, I think... Felt like she could have done more damage if she was so reserved. But all this was overshadowed by Homeboy, who was on, what was he, a prelim? Who yeah. said he's going to send him back to China? China. Mm-hmm. Then he doubled down and said, if you don't like it, fight me. <laughs> uh, okay. And did the UFC, see, if, they, if they don't like it, do something. Okay, cool. So let's see. He goes, if they don't like it, do something. Sign the contract. Doesn't matter to me. I said what I said is what it is. Yeah, emotions were high. It's a fight business. He's punching me in the face, and I was punching him in the face. It's his family or mine, and tonight's, tonight my family eats. That's fair. He did apologize, though. But then, of course, afterwards, he did say he's sticking by what he said. I apologize if anyone. That certainly was not my intention. Really? And then this guy, oh, listen, the guy was disrespectful and went to shake my hand at the weigh-ins. After being him, I simply meant he could go home wherever that may have been. Apologize if anyone. That certainly was not my intention. I love you all. See you at the top, UFC. We're so, like, sensitive to mm-hmm. racism, right? Like, we're so hypersensitive like when he was like yeah i'm gonna whoop his ass then back to china is it racist i don't think it is if it didn't mean to be racist no just like remember colby said all that stuff about brazilians chael said it about brazilians it's kind of like you know it's your your opponent you're gonna talk shit i think with like chael and with like colby doing the you know the the theirs wasn't racism that's just them trying to get fucking eyeballs to view their fight and people to hate them with him, I think even if this guy was from New York or South Africa or wherever, England, yeah. he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to whoop his ass son back to England. Or whoop. That's what I'm That's saying. His, home, his hometown's China. Mm-hmm. Everyone's super sensitive in China right now, right, with the whole COVID shit and the, the lab leaks and stuff like that, and they definitely caused it. But the thing is, <laughs> is uh, with him saying, you know, go back to China, I don't think it's racist because that just happens to be where that guy's from. It can We're be so ra- sensitive. I know. It can sound racist, but I mean, where do you draw the line? It's like if you go back to Africa – is that racist if you go back to England, if you go back to whatever? You know, it's like... So if John Jones fought Francis yeah. and was like, I'm going to whoop his ass then back to Africa, is that racist? Well, since they're both black, it's kind of different. It's just, it's a weird thing. But I'm sure he just sounds like a, not that smart. <laughs> I don't know how smart this guy is, but sounds like he's just going off of emotions. Like I think he was surprised back. that he got so much backlash. Yeah, yeah. The online justice wars, like, this is racist. A lot of fighters are pissed off, to, too. I'm going to whoop his ass, of course. Get him. And he's like, wait, what? He's from China. I'm going to send him back home. <laughs> That's racist. Okay. There's an argument, but I, he just seems like someone that's just like. Now, if he, he came out thing. and was like doubling down, like on China, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, wow. If that you look was at his history. Yeah, racial intention there. But I don't, I don't think so. I mean, stupid thing to say. Definitely stupid. Yeah. Especially during this current climate. Let's take a little break from chatting about all the drama in the fight world. Because, man, 
Everybody's busy. I don't know how it goes. You got kids, you got a girl, you got a man, whatever it is. You're busy, man. And you're at the store and maybe you didn't bring a list. Maybe it's not on your phone. You forgot something. You're like, what am I going to do, man? I forgot something. What'd you forget? Snacks, drinks. What'd you forget? Household essentials. Listen, use my friends at DoorDash. You get it within 30 minutes. What do you need? Dinner? Gotcha. Deodorant? Gotcha. Toothpaste? Gotcha. Whatever you need, whenever you need it with DoorDash. We got you covered, man. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now and right to your freaking door. And now you can get the grocery essentials you need with DoorDash too. Get drinks, snacks, other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and bam, it shows up at your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory, for limited time, the Below the Belt listeners and viewers get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BTB. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BTB. Don't forget, that's code BTB, 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Man, there's a lot of investment apps making it freaking easy to start trading and you think you're a professional, but just because it's easy doesn't mean you know what you're doing. That's what makes Wealthfront different. They make it easy to invest and they make it easy to get smarter about investing your money. After answering just a couple of questions, Wealthfront will build you a diverse portfolio of low-cost index funds in minutes. You can also build your own portfolio with clean energy funds, crypto trusts, cannabis, tech, and hundreds of other investments. We got you covered, man. Best of all, Wealthfront is totally automated. They do all the trading, all the rebalancing. They even help you lower your tax bill when you invest. Wealthfront is trusted with over $27 billion, billion, billion in assets, helping nearly half a billion people build their wealth. Get your first $5,000 managed for free for life by going to wealthfront.com slash BTB. To start building your wealth and get your first 5,000 buckaroos managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash BTB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash BTB to start building your wealth. That's wealthfront.com slash BTB and get started today. Fight over the weekend was Terrence Crawford and Sean Porter. Usually there's two people's pound for pound. It's either Terrence Crawford or Canelo. Mine's Canelo because I think he's beating uh, tougher opposition and he's going up in weight and knocking dudes out, which is insane. For Terrence Bud Crawford, who I absolutely love, we have on Food Truck, nicest guy in the world, so goddamn talented. Um, you know, for him to get Sean Porter out, there's no small uh, feat, man. Porter's a fucking beast. But, you know, Porter's old, older. He retired after this fight, so he's the best he's ever faced. It's, it's just tough with, you know, there's – I see argument for both sides. I've, I've Canelo number one. I think what he's doing is more impressive. Sean Porter retires. I'm not going to be a gatekeeper. Yeah, good for you, man. And that's exactly what they do to you. I assume Crawford was going to stop him, and I watch everything, man. And we had nothing to watch on Saturday night, nothing to watch. My girl, and she loves boxing. She's like, yo, you want to get the Crawford fight? I'm like, she's going to beat him up. Nah, I'll save my 60 bucks where the fuck it was. And I never do that, but I, I had no desire to buy this fight, ever. I just figured he was going to beat him. It's whatever. Yeah. You know? We started watching Dexter from season one. So Sean O'Malley, he was impressed by Adrian Yanez, so he actually called him out for March. Aljamain tweeted this. Who are you trying to fight, champ? And then O'Malley says, March, Yanez, champ. Oh, nice. And Hamzat liked Sean Brady as well, 
So he called him out. I want to fight this guy. Let's fight, bro. Jesus Christ. That's a fucking fight. From the UFC, let's say you're, the UFC's meeting Monday mornings, which they do. I'm keeping these two separate. These course, two fight yeah. for a title. Yeah. Why, why ruin one star? Like, let, like fucking Sean Brady, Philly's finest, 14-0. and 0. Hamzat, fucking undefeated in the UFC. Like, let, let them go in their two lanes. Mm-hmm. And then when it really counts. Because right now, this is a, a opening pay-per-view fight at best. Or a, a main event on a fight night. Like, why, why ruin any one of them's potential right now? Yeah, let them become stars first. I think Hamzat's a little ahead of him. I think Hamzat's going to get a top five guy next and mop the floor with him. And I think for Sean Brady, you know, he's three or four fights away from where Hamzat's at in the top five. Sean Brady, best tats in the game, man. They are pretty damn it Makes clean. me want to get fucking tatted. Is, I'm sure we'll talk about this on TFAC, but... Delia? Is it real? Oh, yeah, it's real. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I've always wanted to get a neck, neck tattoo, and then he just sent me that. I'm like, holy fuck, you got your neck done? <laughs> it sounds, looks so gangster, too. He's like, yeah, why don't you do it? I'm like, because I don't want I already look like a hell's angel. But you're probably going to get one, right? Yeah. Yeah. On the back of my neck. That's you dope. Want one That's on dope. I've been wanting forever, yeah. The back I can hide for TV and stuff like that. I don't think Chris has to worry about being in TV <laughs> anymore. Neither does Brian Callen. But, uh, so for me, I still have a career there. <laughs> I mean, there's makeup. You can cover it with makeup. But let's say I go on an audition, and it's to, for, I don't know, Let's say it's for Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone season five. Which would be a dream come true. Yep. Or uh, the new series, 1883, which Peter's working with the director. Whoa. So let's say they reach out to me to play a thick-ass cowboy on there on a horse in the fucking 1800s, 1883. There's no tattoos. <sighs> so they have to, but I'm not going to have like a major role. So it's like, hey, he'll come, but you're going to have to like cover up all his tattoos. I'm like, oh, dude, that's going to be fucking hours of work like just bringing some other fucking meathead uh, you know that's my concern <laughs> just in case the but even, even with my special i always you know i was my my peers always told me to hide your tattoos because they're distracting which i i think that's true when like you're doing a set at the comedy store or laugh factory and it's not your show it's not your fan base and you hit the stage i'm already a big dude i look like a guy that bullied you in high school so i'd always hide my tattoos i was always super self-conscious of it and then when I shoot my special, picking out my outfit, I hit up my guys. I was like, hey, you think I have to cover my tattoos? Even though it's my special, I, I always cover them. Every, usually every big show, I always cover my tattoos. Whenever I do TV, I cover my tattoos. And across the board, Chris, Theo, Schultz, he's like, dude, you got to do what makes you come. Like, do what you do. You got to be, whatever's true to yourself, you do that. So I'm like, oh, I show my tattoos, show my ink. I kind of feel like there's an old school thinking too, the whole tattoo thing. I think. Well, I told you when I met Jay Leno, and this I met him months ago before I, we took pictures with him. We we're talking. Uh, he he. We we're talking about the comic store, and he's like, "You on stage with your with your tattoos like that?" I was like, "Yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, dude." But I told. I was like, "Usually I cover them." And Rogan right. always told me cover them. Always. He always covers. That's them. interesting. Always, always. He said they're a distraction. I just feel like I don't know. My it's a little different. People know I have tattoos. Everyone has tattoos these days too. So on your neck and face, a little different. A little different. But on your arms, I mean, it's twenty twenty one. God's sakes. This Thanksgiving, be thankful for family, food, and free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner, the NFL. Ever heard of it? Has a turkey day no-brainer you can't miss. New customers bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Of course, you got your traditional Thanksgiving games. You got the Bears, Lions that nobody's going to watch or care about, but bet on it, and it makes you want to watch it. 
Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You can still get in all the Thanksgiving NFL action. Make your first deposit and you can play free for millions with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code BTB, bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game. Win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code BTB this Thanksgiving DraftKings Sportsbook. The official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. So DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Homsat also f- was wrestling over the weekend. He f- wrestled um, Jack Hermanson, the 185-er. Yeah, Hermanson's a beast. And then he went to town on him. There's like a throw right here. Let me see. Did, I heard he just mops the floor with him. He did mop true? the floor with him, yeah. He's so aggressive. <laughs> It was just like the very beginning, too. Wait, why is that guy I don't know. yelling and they're wrestling? And it, oh, already, shit. Yeah. And it, submissions, too? Or is it just straight up? Just wrestling, and then he did win. And Hamza just mopped Hamza the floor with him? Hamza the floor with him. God, talk. Yeah. I'm all up on his fucking nuts. Who's going to beat that guy? It's so, it's so fun to watch him now. Oh, I can't get enough of him. Yeah. Because then John supposedly said he's going to do one against Jake Hager. Jake Hager. But then Jake, I saw Jake come out and be like, uh, nothing's announced, dude. Yeah, and they're talking, well, John Jones kind of talks smack as well. So here's what he said. Here's the initial post that John Jones Breaking wrote. Breaking news, I'm excited to announce I'll be competing for the number one grappling organization in the world, Fury Grappling. Is that the number one? <laughs> I doubt it. I know Chael's. This is the first time I heard of Fury, so that's why. I've heard of Fury. Yeah. Maybe it is, though. Eddie's, is, Eddie's is fucking huge, yeah, too. Eddie's is massive. But did you have to say best in the world? All right. December 9th, I'll be in New Jersey competing against WWE superstar and undefeated Bellator heavyweight Jack Swagger. And then this is what Jack Swagger wrote here. And Jack put, first of all, it's AEW. Uh, an undefeated Bellator MMA heavyweight Jack Hager. Secondly, no terms have been discussed or contract signed. We can talk if terms are right. Sounds like they're kind of far away from it. Yeah, and then, then John Jones wrote these things here. Thanks. Yeah, I just found out today. Don't really know much about them yet. Mm-hmm. I guess I better switch to edibles for a while. Need to get these lungs right. And he also said something like, let's get this guy a million followers so he's more recognizable. Oh, wow. Because he, he doesn't know who he is. Come on, people. Let's get Jake to one million followers. Sorry, I didn't know who you were. LOL. Yeah, if I had to bet on it, I think John fucks him up. I would imagine so, too. Yeah. John can wrestle his ass off. Errol Hawani reported this, that Leon Edwards versus Kamar Usman 2 is, uh, I guess, in the works for March or April next year. Good for fucking Leon Edwards, man. Mm-hmm. All the shit that man's been through. You, you, you just have to do this fight. It's been time for a while now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that excited for it, but... But definitely worth it. I mean, definitely valid. This is uh, Tommy Fury's dad. Talking about Jake Paul. And I'll just play it real quick. And you said you said there was some weird stuff in the contract. Oh, all that? kinds of stuff in the contract. Like all kinds of it. Like you've got to change your name for a year. You've got to this. You've got to do that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> what, the loser has to change oh, their name? change his name to Tommy Fumbles, you know. <laughs> Hilarious. All rubbish on that. I could go into it more and more, but I don't want to bore people with the politics. You know what I'm saying? Because he is not. <coughs> Unlike anything else, he wouldn't sign up to the VADA testing either. That bothered me a little bit, because I wanted that in the contract. You know, but he wouldn't do that, but I'm not even bothered about that. Because what they're going to do, they're going to do anyway. He said he wanted them to sign a contract that he's going to go with VADA, you know, voluntary anti-doping. Is the fight in Vegas? No, VADA, VADA. Voluntary anti-doping. VADA. So, you know, obviously, just to make sure no one's doing drugs, but then he's like, 
they're gonna do what they're gonna do anyways. Ah, yeah. Let them do it. Yeah. yeah There's a video of him sparring, right? Yeah. It says Warrior Boxing Promotions at Mangashev Boxing. So and no the, idea. And that's Tommy on the left there? Yeah. And the guy he's fighting is enormous. You said six seven? Why would you spar six seven guy get ready for fucking Jake Paul? Who knows? Yeah, Tommy's bodied up though and tan as fuck out in Florida. Good movement. Yeah, he looked better in this sparring match than I than I saw him in that fight. It's tough to to he looks slow. It's tough to predict that fight because that guy was such an awkward right. <laughs> T remember T little T Rex. Yeah. He was such an awkward kind of opponent. So I don't know where uh Tommy Fury's at skill wise. We know the record of his opponents, which, which is horrific. We've covered before, yeah. like three and three hundred or some shit. It's not even that far off either. No, like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, wish I was exaggerating. It's the worst record you've ever seen. I think Jake beats him, and we're thinking about doing a fight campaign with that. And Bruce Buffer might be involved. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that'd be fun that'd be fun especially if he drinks too yeah <laughs> I'll bring that'd his whiskey I'll bring mine yeah I'll drink them both Magomed Ankalev and Tiago Santos Oof. Santos for March 12th enjoy that Santos yeah that is not gonna be fun for anybody and that's the main event on a fight night that's a hell of a fight night yeah that's a huge step up for your guy Magomed Magomed Ankalev and uh, this is Ally Quinta, we kind of all guessed this will happen, but he said uh, he's going to retire. I saw uh, a quote from his podcast. What's his podcast? Call Me Out. Yeah, he's great. Um, he can definitely do this. So here it is right here. Mm -hmm. It was the first fight that I really like gave up in. He didn't knock me unconscious, and I kind of turned and covered up. I was still conscious. I knew what was, I was doing, but I kind of just wanted out. That was it. I realized that he hit me hard. It probably was not going to be a good night for me. I was uh, not confident in my preparation, my cardio, my wrestling. These guys are training hard. These guys are training three times a day, two times a day, really hard. My body just can't hold up to that anymore. It was the first time in my career ever that I gave up in a fight. Same with me and Travis Brown. Like I wasn't out of it and by any means. I know exactly what was going on. And then I was like pissed they stopped it. But inside I was like, thank God they stopped it because mm. I want I want them to stop it. And that's when you know you need to get the fuck out of the game. Yeah. You know. When you get back to the locker room, you're like, oh, fuck, I need to stop doing this. It's really cool. Before that I, get hurt. I, I, I need to stop doing this before I get hurt. Because you already, you know, fact, yeah, you know, but it's cool when people open themselves up like this and actually be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Mm -hmm. He's had a great career, man. Definitely. Yeah, his real estate stuff too. Mm -hmm. Go buy a house from fucking Rage and Isle, man. Yeah. So this is Islam Magachev talking about Justin Gaethje. So Justin Gaethje said that he has to go through the rounds like Benil Darius. He should, he should fight him first, then potentially fight for the title. Right. So Islam Magachev says, I'll just fight you. Then he goes, let's go to war. Oh my God. If yeah. I could have any fight in 2022, it would be this. Justin Gaethje versus fucking Makachev. That's a fucking Definitely. war, dude. That's a tough fight for Makachev, man. Tough fight for both of them. Yeah. I wonder what would happen, too. Oh, my God, that's yeah. a fight. I'd be excited for Makachev, Darius, but, man, Gaethje, Islam, fucking take all my money. <laughs> Who you got won that fight? Honestly, I kind of see Islam taking it. Yeah. On the ground. I don't know. Yeah, and Gaethje just goes for the kills, leg kicks. I, th I think, but, but the thing that would worry me with Gaethje is, you know, obviously Makachev super close with Khabib. We saw how Khabib just fucking yeah. manhandled grappling him. And Makachev has the same fucking tenacity with the takedowns and the chain. Better wrestling. striking, too. 
better striking. That's God, why it's great, a fun fight, great though. Fucking yeah. Fight. yeah, please, please do it. Chael Sonnen said something about McGregor because McGregor's doing all this weird stuff, even pacing in front of the. I didn't think that was weird. What? Pacing like, in front of the. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it's kind of funny actually, but I thought it was McGregor being McGregor. I didn't. I didn't look into it too much. And then Chael called him a rich Which little weirdo. weirdo yeah, Connor's on the verge of being a uh, being a little rich weirdo. It's the last thing I want for him. But if you mark mark out for your own gimmick to this extent, he's posted things and he's deleting them, which there's reason for that. Uh, I've got to give the troll effort 100%. As a former troll myself, I get it. Within the UFC, you didn't step foot in uh, in it. You didn't throw a single punch and you can steal a headline on ESPN+. Plus. You're doing something well. But in all fairness, Connor's not going to step in there with Max any more than he was going to step in with the, the guy last week, the week before that or whoever he pulls out of his hat for next week he's got to go heal himself there's talk of Dustin Poirier has already smashed him twice in all fairness Connor's still a big draw but he's really working against himself he's being a weirdo is this what he wants as his identity a guy walking around with his shirt off screaming at the television said I mean come on in all fairness when you're 22 years old that was one thing but as a husband a father you're a little bit of a dork <laughs> And then uh, Connor says, says the little broke weirdo. Yep, great comeback. Now you're going to play the game with Chael. Chael loves controversy. He lives for it. But it's not too late to stay off my radar. Just put down the shot glass of awful bottom shelf whiskey. Not great. I'll give you that. It's no tiger thick. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, turn off your phone and back out of the big boy saloon nice and slow. And they said, uh, just set up the tripod in the corner of your box room <laughs> and tell your two views the promo code for the window, window sheen. sheen. Hilarious. It's pretty funny. Oh, and leave a nice heartfelt apology on the table as you exit. Kind of a nice, a nice tip. tip, just flexing his money. It seems again. like they're playful with each other. Yeah. So uh, Rico Verhoeven was with Francis Ngannou. Seems like they were sparring or training together. And that's just, just, just what happened. We just yeah. met and said, like, hey, are you a fighter? I said, yeah, me too. I said, let's do something. <laughs> Boy, I'd love to see that sparring. Yeah. I just don't like when they do these videos. They're like, the corny eh, video. Yeah, so corny. Yeah. But I mean, that's really cool that they're together training. Yeah, that's a good fucking training trainers. partner, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. He doesn't really Definitely. move like Cyril Gon, but yeah. Cyril Gon's footwork's better than both of them. Mm -hmm. This is Kevin Lee, an update on him. So he's going to get a six month suspension for his Adderall thing and also a $16,000 fine. Damn, 16 grand. Yeah, that's actually a pretty decent, hefty fine. But now he's uh, sober, yeah. That's what he says. Him and John Jones. Well, <laughs> so this guy, his name is DKU. Our, you know, a friend of the show, McDojo Life. He even called him out on this. Like he's this Korean dude that's selling this martial arts system. And I guess he's pretty popular. He's like over 400,000 Instagram followers, over 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. Okay. But his stuff is kind of like, you know, the stuff you see that doesn't look real. Fake. Yeah. So the McDojo Life and other people are like, well, let's get you a real fight because he has no experience no like on record any amateur fights or pro fights so now he's apparently going to fight someone the an ex-ufc guy so this fucking basically Brad the Scott. gary v of the fight world's going to fight an actual fighter yeah who's on that you see for like six or seven years something like that so i mean he's not doing really great right now here's his last few fights but he was you know a ufc fighter yeah people are super excited that they're actually going to fight or hopefully they actually of, let fight. me see what kind of stuff this guy's shelling out Is this in America? 
I mean, it doesn't look as much bullshit as most of the stuff. Definitely. So he does have technique and skill. Let me but see another one. That's just him else? throwing a right hand. Let me see the weird shit. It's coming up. Now this is this in America? It looks like America. Yeah. That's where the guy's face. That's where it gets kind of like weird, you know. Let me see another one. Yeah. And yeah, well, let's see here. He did this promo too, which I thought was also kind of corny. Very. So there's Tyson. There's Jones Jr. Jake Paul. Does he have any? And he's doing an MMA fight. Yeah. Does he have any grappling? Yeah, this guy's gonna get beat up. Come on, Bradley Scott, do work, son. It's on pay per view. Pay per view on Fight TV. Is that real? Because you see in the background, there's a weird like Photoshop thing of Kim Jong Un and Trump. <laughs> my dad fucking hates Trump, so I sent him this picture. I said, "Look, Daddy's not ninth degree." Because my dad's like six degree black belt. He was three more than you. So you see the picture behind him, clearly Photoshop. Oh no! So the, he did meet up with uh, Kim Jong Un back. Yeah, but look before. at that picture, dude. Those look strange. My thing too, if you but also it, it's an honorary, so it doesn't mean you know, doesn't really mean anything. I don't think Trump's training in fucking Taekwondo. <laughs> no, honorary is like you know, honorary key to the city it doesn't mean. Yeah, anything. I sent to my dad, go come get some. <laughs> he did not like it. I mean, the, the only uh, like politician I know who can probably beat some ass is uh, Putin. Yeah, you've seen his training. Sambos. Now I don't know if they're like purposely letting him whoop, letting him whoop their. I'm ass. sure they are, but not. But I mean, he, he has some I mean, skills. Seems like a rough individual yeah so i saw this on haymakers it says uh it's a pillow fight fucking pillow fighting league yeah combat sports pillow fighting and um it's on cnn too so it seems pretty legit cnn and it's also going to be on that fight tv app so the Gee, guy that's people uh, are just trying to come up with all sorts of shit these days it says it's serious it's hardcore swinging with specialized pillows what kind of pillows are they i don't know Dude, you ever pillow fight with your buddies and your buddy gets that one good fucking, it's like, it can, damn, it can God, definitely hurt. Damn, dog. <laughs> yeah, pillows will fuck you up. These fighters don't like to get hurt. There's a lot of people who don't want to see blood. Well, they want to see good competition. Good they, just want, they just don't want to see the violence. I disagree. I don't see how this does anything. But but we think it's going to have mainstream appeal. You're in for a rude awakening, my man. <laughs> think about how they mix country music with rap music brought these diverse audiences. Completely together. different. I don't want to see fucking grown men pillow fight <laughs> in uniform. Eddie Bravo posts this. This guy's landing elbows from the bottom. Has caused problems. Can he avoid the takedown? Honeycut ties up the leg and look at that. What reaction God, dog. there from the Fresno Californian fighter? Oh, he's nice Chris with it. Honeycut. Mm -hmm. Very Tony Ferguson. Tony did this at yeah. a very high level. You take Tony down. Oh, oh fuck, he knocked him out. Yeah. Elbows from the bottom. What? That's Eddie Bravo shit, man. If you're on top, it's hard to train that. Like, I remember I had this, uh, I'd open everybody's guard when I was doing jiu-jitsu with this pass, and then I did it against Crow Cop, but I did it only in jiu-jitsu, and I was like, I'm just going to break his guard and fucking pass the half guard. And he started hitting me in the face. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he hit me so hard in the face multiple times. From the bottom. You don't think of that stuff. Yeah. The, the elbows on the ground is hard to train for. How do you train it? 
And I'm guessing the guy on top has to be a little bit less, you know, not that experienced to even get hit that, like this. Or you just didn't even think about it and then elbows to the fucking dome. Like multiple. Yeah, bam, bam, bam. You'd think you'd adjust after the first one. This guy actually did a head kick on his opponent, won, but then he broke his leg during the head kick. He basically dropped, knocked his opponent out, you know, TKO'd him. But then when he went back to step on his foot, he noticed he broke his leg. So he broke his leg on, on his, his head. On his face? Yeah, but on the his fight head. was over? Yeah. I like the pressure that Dylan oh, broke. Oh, my So the guy's goodness. out. Oh, like a red oh, roof in? Oh, his foot's fucked up. Yep. Boy, they're both out for quite some time. Jesus Christ. Be a lot worse if he lost the fight. Wow. Damn, that guy's gangster. Yeah, super gangster. That's a captain's fight club. That Kayla Harrison stuff is they said everyone's coming after her. That's what Ali Abdelaziz says. And that's his that's her manager? Yeah. Now when they say that WWE is going after, her, I don't know their business plan at all. But you see a lot of people lean towards that. I'm curious what the financial contract is like. Because why would you do it? And I don't know enough about it to give a real hardcore opinion on it. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who was a WWE Diva champion, uh, Henner's wife. She was saying, like, it's brutal, man. Like, you're on the road 300 days a year. You're booking all your own travel, your flights. And then they reimburse you, like, months later. Like, it's a beast, man. Months later. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully she doesn't do WWE. She needs to just come to the UFC, man. Quit fucking around. Jorge Masvidal had to pull out the Leon Edwards fight. Yeah. Uh, Colby Covington saying it's because it was undisclosed. So Colby Covington saying it's because of a uh, broken ribs, That'd rib fracture. You can't fight with broken ribs. Because he has he has friends still in the gym that. Oh, that makes talk, sense. Yeah. And they said he was crying like a baby. Obviously, he said that. And broken, you can't fight with broken ribs. No. It had to be something serious if Masvidal's pulling out. Yeah. So this was on the thirteenth. PFL, PFL fighter. fighter loses a nut after getting need while training. Jesus Christ! How hard did he get need? I know. He goes, so last night was rough, and in a training accident, I got my left testicle ruptured by a knee, which led to it getting surgically removed. Thank you to everyone last night that helped me get to the hospital. I'm fine, home resting. Surgery went well. Doc said I won't lose testosterone or ability to have kids from this. If I lose the other one, however, it's a different story. So from now on, if you hit me in my, la in my last test testicle, we're not friends. For sure we're a cup, but also <laughs> this is hilarious. But hashtag no nut November. Hashtag one ball wonder. Hashtag MMA is a dangerous game. Hashtag took no nut November way too far. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Yeah. Also wear a cup, dude. Definitely wear a cup. But also look what Lance Armstrong did with one nut, buddy. The best example. So does the one nut just kind of take over? Just becomes like a super nut if you lose one? I don't, yeah. It's kind of cool. And then you can get a fake nut put in. Just for looks? At this point, it's too late. Yeah. I mean, you can go back if you want to go back under anesthesia, but... You should have had just put them in. Yeah, you know how girls get fake titties and get fake nuts. I picked some big old nuts. <laughs> one big nut, be cool. Is that it, Chin? Just one fight this weekend. It's tough Thanksgiving of. week, man. Not a ton of fight stuff going on. You got Teofomo finally fighting. That's on Triller. No, this is a. Uh, oh, it's not, oh, it's yeah. They had that issue with Triller. Oh, that's right. It was stuff. on Triller. They sued yep. him. Homeboy got out. Now you got Teofomo Lopez fighting Mass Square Garden. That's his backyard, though. New York's mm -hmm. finest. And DraftKings shows he's a minus 1,000 favorite. That's boxing. Is that it, dude? That's pretty much it. Not much going on. All right, kids. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, man. Eat some turkey for me, some stuffing, a little cranberry sauce. Mix it all up for me. And then my favorite, most people go uh, pumpkin pie. I go pecan. I'm a pecan and a dark roast coffee type of dude. It's the most unhealthy pie in the world, but that is what it is, man. It's Thanksgiving. Don't worry about your diet. I will be full of turkey and stuffing and flying 
to Seattle because I'm at Everett Theater November 27th. That's this Mother Trucking Saturday. Tickets at FATKZ.com. Thick Boys store will be restocked this Friday for Black Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific at thickboy.com. The next fight campaign is December 11th for the big UFC. And we also have a fight campaign for December 18th, Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. And that's it. Stay thick. Subscribe. Smash the like button on the Thick Boy YouTube channel. That's it, kids. Love you. Be safe. Happy Thanksgiving. See ya. Unbeaten champ, Brandon the Heartbreaker Figueroa. Figueroa from Heartbreaker to Rib Breaker. Has been on a collision course with undefeated champion Stephen Fulton Jr. I'm the king of the 122-pound division. Now the electrifying unification bout fight fans have waited for is here. Another instant classic is on the horizon. Brandon Figueroa versus Stephen Fulton Jr. for the 122-pound unification title live on Showtime.